everyone and welcome to another Bible study here at One Love Live and I am your host Leela Winston. I pray that you are well and God is blessing in your life. I pray that you are growing in uh, the word of God and that you are learning your purpose and as you know we come together to read in the word of God and study it so that we can practically apply it in our lives and also so that we can accomplish the purpose of our lives and know what that is. So I want to thank you so much for joining me. Um, today we're going to do an interesting study um, and it's it's probably one that you haven't really sort of thought about. Um, we're going to kind of pull it from the book of wisdom um, just as a way that we can navigate our lives. I think this is really important. Um, it, it was important back in Jesus' day. It's important today. And I think sometimes these are things that we may do unknowingly um, that can cause issues, you know, as we grow and as we're growing. But I want to provide these opportunities so that you can make these little changes in your life so that you can better accomplish your purpose and better, you know, live the life that God wants you to have, the abundant life. So this is something that pretty much anyone can use um, because it's from the Book of Wisdom, but it has a special import for believers. And I hope that you will take it and use it in your own life as a tool. Um, you'll tell others about it. You'll pray about it and see whether it's something working in your life. So if you will go, our anchor text today um, is actually in Luke. It is chapter, um, okay. It looks like, let's see, let me pull this up. Give me one second. Okay, that's actually James chapter 2. And so if you would go with me, our anchor text is going to be James chapter 2. And we're going to read from verse 1 and we're going to read all the way down till we get to verse 9. So it's about nine verses. And uh, I think it says something really great. You know, in all of the things that Jesus said, we kind of gloss over this one. I think we need to take a deeper dive into it. So I'm going to start reading. It says... My brethren, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with respect of persons. For if there come into your assembly a man with a gold ring in goodly apparel, and there come in also a poor man in vile raiment, and you have respect to him that wears the gay clothing, and say unto him, Sit thou here in a good place, and say to the poor, Stand thou there, or sit here under my footstool, are you not then partial in yourselves, and are become judges of evil thoughts? Hearken, my beloved brethren, hath not God chosen the poor of this world rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom which he has promised to them that love him? But you have despised the poor. Do not rich men oppress you and draw you before the judgment seats? Do not they blaspheme that worthy name by which you are called? If you fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself you do well. But if you have respect to persons, you commit sin and are convinced of the law as transgressors. And so 
I think this is really an interesting uh, verse because I think it uncovers some things uh, that maybe we kind of overlook or more importantly that we don't apply because we don't understand how that applies to us, how that applies to the world. And I think it's interesting that people are always talking about, you know, judging, don't, you can't judge others, but there's this consistent judging that goes on in the world about you know trying to affiliate with rich people women trying to marry rich men sometimes men trying to marry rich women it's something that's done people just kind of do that and they don't realize that's a kind of judgment too and it's actually the kind of judgment that god doesn't like and so when people tell you things like oh you can't judge remember they're judging, but they're judging according to their heart, according to the things that they want, and they see nothing wrong with that. But you are called by scripture to judge according to the scriptures so that you can have an overcoming life. Now, I wanna point this out because Jesus gave the parable of you know the seats at a wedding in Luke chapter 14, verse eight and 11, where he says, do not put yourself in the best seat, lest someone more honorable than yourself come. And so I just wanted to point this out so you don't mistake these two comparisons that he's making. This was not about honoring the rich, but retaining humility. In Luke chapter 14, Christ is trying to teach the disciples and those who were listening how to retain humility. And that's really very important in life. And it was also an indication of knowing how to honor a position, which is actually biblical. And so I don't want you to confuse this that I'm talking about with honoring people who necessarily uh, deserve the honor. And there is a big distinction between those whom we're honoring because they deserve it, because they hold a certain level of authority or responsibility um, or sacrifice versus the kind of honoring that he's talking about when he says respect of persons and talks about, you know, kind of doing sort of these things for the rich so that I guess you can get some gain. So I want to make that clear. The Bible does note that positions of authority are important because God is a God of rank and authority. And if you notice when people you know, sort of uh, spoke to his authority, that's when they received the power. When people um, recognized his authority, that is when they saw the change. And so God does believe in authority. And we see this plainly in Proverbs. So if you know it's in Proverbs, you know that it's really important where it says, give, um, it says, give, uh, honor to whom honor is due. That's in Proverbs chapter three, verse 27. And so it's important to understand that he does give dominion and jurisdiction. And so, yes, the mayor of your city should have some honor. There are several Bible studies that are actually here at Love Walk on authority. Okay. And that helps us to understand God's authority economy on authority when it comes to the kingdom of heaven, when it comes to your position in the kingdom. And so we can delve into that uh, a bit more uh, in the future, but honoring people just because they're rich is not considered a good thing in the kingdom of heaven. And that is where I want us to make the distinction, honoring them because they're wealthy or they you know, can do something for us. Because unless the rich person is your boss, if you're honest, the real reason that you're honoring them is for some kind of reward. 
or a chance at some kind of personal gain. And the Lord is telling us he wants us to have a pure heart toward everyone, whether they are wealthy or whether they are poor. That is what it means when he says, don't have respect of persons. He's saying, I want you to be able to treat people right, regardless of what's in their bank account, regardless of what kind of influence they have or what kind of ring they have on their finger or what kind of clothing they are wearing. And I want to point something out in Proverbs chapter 23. It says, these things also belong to the wise. It is not good to have respect of persons in judgment. That is what it says in Proverbs. So this is before Jesus Christ even made this quote here uh, in uh, J, I'm sorry, not Jesus. Um, the disciples spoke of uh, respect of persons here in James chapter two. So we see this isn't just a new theme, something new that was, you know, they just came up with. This is something that is consistent even with the Old Testament where we see him saying, don't have respect of persons. And according to the Proverbs, he says, this also belongs to the wise. That means wise people will do this. Now, you know, if you don't want to be wise, then, you know, that's your business. I'm just telling you, if you want to be wise, and then the best thing and have a good life and wisdom, you know, offers you a great life. If you want to be wise, then it would be to your advantage to not have respect of persons. And that's specifically what it says in Proverbs chapter 24, verse 23. And this means the wise will understand this and very few other people. So when he says it's something to the wise, it means some people just won't get it. They're, I'm just sorry, some people won't. They're going to think, well, it makes sense to you know give this extra honor to this rich person this wealthy person because i feel like they could do something good for me like that makes sense to some people and yet the bible is specifically saying it does not and i think we need to catch on to that so that we can understand what the lord is saying there and what he's saying in order to have a good life and it's why there are lots of people who are abused and misused by some, you know, uh, unscrupulous people who are rich or wealthy because they're actually giving respect of persons for benefit. It's like being a gold digger or it's like being, you know, someone who's a, a fake friend for money or as they say, a hobosexual or a fake friend or fake advisor of that rich or wealthy person. It's kind of like those entourages that some of those uh, celebrities have. It's just a whole lot of hangers on, you know, getting, you know, just, you know, for, for, I don't know, I would say vain reasons. They're there for the money. They're there for the fame. And so I think it's important for us to look and see what it says about these people who just kind of hang on for riches and wealth and fame. They just kind of hoard around, you know, richer, wealthy people. Look at what it says in Proverbs chapter 28, verse 21. Not only is he going to tell you it's not a good idea, to have respect of persons, he's going to tell you about those people who do. This is what it says in Proverbs 28 verse 21. It says, to have respect of persons is not good. For, for a piece of bread, that man will transgress. Wow. <laughs> That's powerful. Wow. It's literally saying, it's telling you why having respect of persons is not good. It's literally telling you what a person who actually has respect of persons 
will do. This is why it's not good, because for just one piece of bread, that man will transgress. And we see that respect of persons is an indication of the potential to transgress. You know, it says for a piece of bread, he will transgress. So that means that if you see this person and they're following after and giving, you know, respect of persons because of money or whatever, it is a potential for transgression, for sin, for something bad to occur. The Bible says plainly that if you judge a man by riches, you have made an error. And I want you to note this in Proverbs chapter 24 and 23, which we read, it says respect of persons in judgment. That means your decisions about someone should not include their their financial state. If you're making decisions about people like, oh, this person is good because they're connected here and that'll make me some money and that kind of thing. And so I'm going to be their friend or I'm going to get married to them or I'm going to be their boyfriend or their girlfriend or I'm going to become their fast friend. These are decisions that the Bible is specifically telling us not to make. And please understand that, you know, those who prefer others only for their finance or money or bribes are actually very dangerous people. Dangerous. That's why this is in the book of Proverbs is because it's teaching us a lesson to protect us that we can have an overcoming life. Just because you're rich or wealthy doesn't mean you're making good decisions, not only about, you know, your business deals and the money that you have, but the people that you have in your life. And so, you know, even if that's on a different level, maybe you're not rich. You're just in a place where everybody is poor. If you are seen as rich, then that's, you can use this very same example. And it's important for you to understand this too. So it's important for us to understand that it's to to, to understand that those who prefer others only for their finance or money or bribes are dangerous people. They will sell out for the smallest reward even just a piece of bread, not even a whole loaf. I think this is really interesting because in Proverbs 28 and 21, it doesn't say they will sell out for a a coin or a shilling or they'll sell out for, it says they will sell out for a piece of bread, not even the whole loaf. They will sell out for absolutely anything. And I think this is really incredible because it helps you to understand the psychology of that without actually saying much. That's what's so wonderful about Proverbs is that they say a whole lot and they encapsulate it into a very small thing. So though that's why many rich people are honestly very lonely because they are surrounded by what we would call yes men. You know, they have people, romantic relationships and associates that actually prefer them only for the sake of money. That's a dangerous, scary place to be. Such people are dangerous to surround yourself with and many rich are surrounded by such vicious people who will sell out or transgress for a piece of bread. What that means is, is that even though they're hoping to get a big payout from the rich person, they will do it even for the smallest payout because they're willing to pawn themselves for that. We see this in various places when people will, you know, do these marriage scams, when people will do these different things where they're doing anything to get whatever it is that they want. And so you have to understand these are dangerous people. And the Bible is trying to teach you how to navigate the world and understand mankind. It's important to know that even if you are not rich, 
It will help you as well to understand this principle. It will help you to understand people and societies that thrive by only serving the rich and leaving the poor to languish. It goes the same way. If you have, you know, um, you know, a leadership that only serves the rich and not the poor, they'll sell out for a piece of bread because they are associating, they're having respect of persons. And if you notice, there's always dire poverty and intrigue in these different countries where that occurs. There's always coups and, you know, plots for power and money because there is this respect of persons. The respect isn't because of something good you've done or the responsibility that you have or your civic duty or your actual authority and rank. It's because you're rich. That's it. Literally, that's it. And I'll give you an example. There was one time I was in an airport. I was in a West African country and I was making a connection. I was going to be flying out. And I'll never forget that that day I flew, I decided to wear just like a tank top and a wrapper. Now, a wrapper is like this. Um, it's like a traditional African sort of dress that women wear. It's a piece of cloth that you tie around your waist and it kind of looks like a dress. So it's very common. Lots of rural women wear it. And so I was wearing it because, well, it was comfortable and I had a pair of shorts on underneath it and I wanted to fly and be warm. And so I put this wrapper on and I'm in the airport and they have these stations, you know, where, uh, people sort of wrap their, um, suitcases and plastic. And so I'm standing in line and I'm the next person to actually be served. And this man who comes out of nowhere and he has like one or two bags and he just steps in front of me and he says, here's my bag. And I'm like, oh, excuse me, sir. I'm next, you know? And the man was actually offended that I said something to him (laughs) about it. And the gentleman who was serving us, he just went ahead and started working with my bag because I had corrected him. I was, I was very, you know, respectful. And do you know what that man said to me? He said, you probably couldn't even break a 100. (laughs) I was so hilarious because he was looking at what I was wearing and he's thinking, you know, I'm this poor woman wearing a, a, what do you call this, a wrapper, and I probably came from the village, and you know, maybe someone bought me a ticket, or my sponsor bought me a ticket, and he's flying me, you know, to some country, and that's what he thought, He that's what he probably thought of me, because I was dressed really quotidian, like sometimes I'll just dress really quotidian when I'm flying, because I want to be um, comfortable, and I don't really care. And so, um, I I was dressed really just very simply and he was actually offended. And I, you know what, actually, when he said that it was an offensive thing, but I thought it was funny because I realized, and he was from, I don't know what, uh, West African country he was from, but he had an accent. So I knew he was from, you know, one of these West African countries. And so I, it really sort of got me because I was like, wow, you would do this to, you know, someone from your own community. And I thought that was very interesting that he, you know, sort of lifted himself up in that way and then would want to insult someone because he thought, oh, this is just some, you know, quotidian lady. And it was so funny that later on in the trip, you know, we were connecting at another airport. And so he was in line again. I think we were going through customs or whatever it was. And I'll never forget I took out my passport and he realized I was not from that country. And he, it just shocked him to death because he thought like, wow, I didn't realize. And I started talking to the lady at, 
you know, the desk and he's like, oh, I guess this isn't, you know, some lady from, and that's the sad thing is that he judged me. This was respect of persons. He thought he had the right to get in front of me because he thought I was just some poor village girl and, you know, whatever. And he thought, and that's so unfortunate. And that is what the Bible is telling us not to do. You're supposed to have respect for the village girl like you would have it respect for the big businessman, okay? And that's really important. We need to understand this as believers and evidence this in our life among others. And so... In countries, sometimes in countries like this, I have noticed that bribe culture is the result of respect of persons. That's really what it's saying. I respect you not because you are a worthwhile person or you have great character or you hold some rank and authority. It means I just respect you because you have money. And it means people do anything for the money and they sell out for the smallest things. And a lot of times in these countries, and they're all over the world, I'm not saying all over the world, but you can find them where this is really prevalent. When you see this is prevalent, a lot of those countries are unstable because everyone is selling everyone out. And we have the answer to that right here in the Bible. You don't have to wonder about it. Even for a piece of bread, the people will sell out. And it's the respect of persons or the giving honor only because of riches that actually causes this. And when this becomes a thing in a household, in a family, in a community, it causes a kind of rot because the Bible teaches us that when you have respect of persons, you will sell out for even the smallest reward, even a slice of bread, not even the whole loaf. And so it's really important to understand that for us as believers, you should prefer people because they have legitimate authority or honor and responsibility or because of their character or their care for your souls, the poor and the lost. These are the people that are really should matter. Unfortunately, you know, that's not the case in many quadrants, but it's absolutely important. If you want to stamp out bribery culture, you have to change the culture of respect of persons. That's really the underlying point. And I don't care if that's in a, a community or an organization. And we see this in companies as well. So God is not just trying to teach us not to be greedy or self-interested for selfish gain. He's teaching us how to protect ourselves. When you keep people around for the wrong reasons, bad things start to fester. And that's, we can see that. We can see that in many examples. This is for believers who are wealthy and those who are not, who need to know this because it cuts both ways. If you are wealthy and you keep people around because they treat you well because of your wealth, these yes men, you put yourself in a very dangerous position to be hurt, to be betrayed, to be led astray, lied to, or even worse. And it is a lesson for those who are not wealthy too, who may think it is advantageous to prefer the rich over what is character for what is right. And that puts them in danger as well because it puts you in a place to be exploited and used. It is a lesson on how to choose the right people to put in your life. And I gotta tell you, I would rather people with character over anything. Let me tell you, those are the best people in the world. The people who have character, who care about people, who take their responsibility and authority seriously and look out for their communities. These are the people that are going to make life good. These are the 
people that make interactions beautiful, creamy, and rich, and a life that is worth living. You see, God is giving simple instructions about life that will save you from untold suffering and heartache, whether you're rich or not. Don't always trust the man who is quick to kiss the ring. Often that man prefers you because of that ring. <laughs> you know, it will help you to make choices about friends and associates, business partners, and even romantic spouses. In fact, beware of those whose sole purpose is to connect with wealthy or rich people, and beware of those who advise you to connect with people only for money, whether it's a romantic connection, a friend connection, or even platonic, they are showing you where their heart lies. And as we know, for a piece of bread, they'll easily transgress. And it's why I can never understand those that say, uh, look at me now, I am rich now, or I've gained this now. Those look at me now people, I don't really get those people. I'm gonna tell you why, and this has been a thing ever since I was a child. Because I always think if they didn't want you when you had nothing, they don't actually want you now. <laughs> they want what you have. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. If you are in search of significance in your life, then you're going to try and dangle whatever little thing it is that you have to keep this person, which is actually really dangerous, to keep this person around just to prove that you have worth or power. And so I pray that you will get your significance from God so that you don't have to do those kinds of things. Your significance should come from God. And if God wants to lift you up, if God wants to raise you up, then so be it. But we should not be clamoring for that from rich people and, and we should not be clamoring for that. Or even if you are wealthy or rich, you shouldn't have people around who are like that because that puts you in a really dangerous position. You know, if you're a wealthy Christian, it's not good to have a lot of yes men around you. You should keep your circle, you know, pretty short, pretty tight. And I think that's what we have to understand is that the truth is, it is your money that is attracting that person. That person has a level of uh, desire for what it is you have, not who you are. And it is only the true character that is going to desire who you are. If they truly desire you, they truly want you around, they're going to want you, not the things you have. You'll be able to get good counsel from them. That's why I would rather trust someone who told me the truth, even if it hurt, rather than have someone who told me, you know, pretty little lies, because a pretty lie isn't going to save me when things go bad. And, and that's what we want. God is trying to teach us how to prefer the good things in life. So I wanna thank you so much for tuning into this Bible study. I hope that this opened your eyes and it gave you some insight on the ways in which you can conduct your life, um, whether you're wealthy or not. If you're wealthy, it should help you to get away from really bad people who are just trying to grub after you. And if, 
if say you're not wealthy, if you are um, just regular, or even if you're poor, it'll teach you that the people you need to go after are the ones with a good character. And it also teaches us that it is those people with good character and authority that we are supposed to give honor, not just anyone and not just for personal gain. So I want to thank you so much. I pray that God, that you are well and that God continues to bless you. Don't forget to pick up some of our resources at lovewalk.substack.com. There you can also find uh, Bible studies there that you could share with your small group um, and just keep growing and learning in the word. And don't forget to support me at paypal.me forward slash Leela Winston. I would be so grateful for your gift. Thank you so much. Bye. for being a part of the one love live love walk bible study i appreciate you but perhaps you've stumbled onto this bible study and you're not yet become a believer i want to encourage you to take the time to accept the lord christ into your life i want you to know that if you confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart that the lord jesus is lord that you will be saved If you can go ahead with me, close your eyes and pray. Oh Lord, I pray right now that you would forgive me of my sins. I will repent of my sins right now. That is, I will turn away from all the sins that I have done from before until now. And I want to seek to follow you. Lord, open my eyes and my heart to your truth. I accept you into my heart as my Lord and Savior. And I accept the Holy Spirit as the comforter and guide in my life. Continue to lead me. And I thank you so much for hearing my prayer. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. If you prayed that prayer, then you are now a believer. And I want you to believe in your heart. And if you have a chance, reach out to me and let me know that you receive the Lord. There's ways that you can contact me if you look in the description of this Uh, Bible study. And I look forward to hearing from you and helping you on your love walk. Don't forget to sign up for our devotional emails so that you can be encouraged in your faith and grow. God bless you.